Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 281. For years now, my students have operated with a winning handbook, a handbook that gave them a competitive advantage in the marketplace and allowed them to do crazy, ridiculous, and exciting things with their business, like doubling their income, hitting six figures for the first time, and even crossing over the million-dollar mark. Today, I want to invite you to bet on yourself, believe in yourself, and take one action today that's going to transform your future. I want you to opt in for my newest free training series, videos delivered direct to your inbox that you can listen to on your time at your convenience. And all you have to do is text in scale your sales. That's all one word, scale your sales to 44222. I believe in you. I know there's more possible for you. And I want you to take ownership of your future. All you have to do is minimize the screen you're on right now, pull up your text messages right here while you're listening, and text in scale your sales, all one word, to 44222. Can't wait to see you on the other side. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roche, and I am blown away, inspired, and in all of our guests today. We have Gerard Adams with us today. Gerard, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Kelly. Man, it's an inspiration to have you here. I can't believe we made it. So um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners follow you and, and already know a lot about you. But, you know, just for those that don't, I, I couldn't possibly uh, piece together an effective bio for you with everything that you've done. <laughs> I can't make it through. But I'll mention just a, a couple quick facts and then I'll let you tell your story um, about where you came from and how you got to where you are today. But for our listeners, um, Gerard was a multimillionaire by the time he was 24 years old. He built and sold a company in 2015 for, I think, $50 million. Um, he is helping entrepreneurs around the world to start and grow successful businesses. He has a new business now called Founders. Um, I, I don't even know how to share all of the uh, incredible things that he's done. Uh, literally, he just had a day named after him um, for the work that he's doing in his local community. So we're going to get into all of that today. But Gerard, let's like take it way back because, you know, for all of our listeners, these guys, are hustling, they're grinding it out every day, they're they're working, they're fighting for the dream. Take us back to your beginning, your start, and kind of what some of those beginning failures, learnings, growth opportunities were for you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's crazy to think that it's going to be 15 years this December that I, I've been following my dreams and overcoming obstacles as an entrepreneur. And, you know, a lot of people know me for the accolades, um, you know, most recently the exit, obviously of Elite Daily, but, you know, it really did take every bit of every day <laughs> to get to that, to get to these accolades, you know, and there was a ton of failure behind it. There was a ton of, you know, adversity, um, a lot that I had to get through, uh, and, and I was able to, and then, and that's kind of what brought me to today where, you know, we built founders in Newark in a community that needs it most. But it really started for me as a small town kid in New Jersey. I give credit to my first mentors, which is my, my parents, my mother and father. And I was blessed with, you know, them instilling in me, uh, my values that I saw my mother, her work ethic and what she was doing, you know, working at a supermarket, putting in the hours to provide for our family, my father teaching me leadership, seeing the work that he put in for the family and really just both of them instilling integrity and values and love and, you know, and, um, constantly, uh, 
telling me to, to believe, believing in me, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that really like helped set, set the foundation for me because I really did um, slowly get pulled in the wrong direction in my teens, you know, and um, I kind of feel that entrepreneur chose me. I didn't really choose it, you know, naturally, you know, I was a natural hustler growing up, um, but that led me into making some really bad choices and uh, going down the wrong path being around the wrong environment, getting kind of pulled into the Newark area, getting uh, caught up in that environment. And, um, you know, there was drugs, there was gangs, there was, you know, I was getting arrested, you know, there was me getting pulled into the direction of hustling. And um, very quickly, everything could have went into a death, you know, death root spiral. And um, I had a, I had a second chance, you know, where, um, you know, I really feel like I had a guardian angel look after me and I was I was very close to getting arrested and um, ruining the rest of my life. And, you know, it ended up being that the police officers that pulled me over were actually there to, to arrest somebody who was committing Grand Theft Auto in the car in front of me. Um, and, um, you know, that that day changed my life. And I said to myself, I'm going to I'm going to now take this hustler mentality I don't want to be that failure that everyone thinks I'm going to be, and I'm going to channel it into business. And um, you know, for me, the, the the only way to learn about business was my, pa- my parents were like, "You got to go to college. You have to go to good school." But you know, I was that kid that was like the you know that w- wasn't the smart kid in school. You know, a lot of people didn't believe in me. A lot of people doubted me. Um, so I kind of carried that weight, and I remember feeling really down and out early in my early years of like man, I can't get into a good school. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Uh, and so I ended up going to a community college and then first semester I was like, wow, this is like, this is a big business in itself. They're telling me what classes to take in order to get the classes that I want to take in business. And, you know, you would have to get into college debt to complete, you know, to go through four years just to get that business degree. And, um, that's when I fell in love with the internet and the internet kind of changed the game for me. And I started to really self-educate myself. I found a mentor and that mentor really inspired me to take that jump. And I dropped out during finals week of my first semester to become an apprentice. And by being an apprentice, <clears throat> I started really learning about, it started with stocks and learning how to read an income statement, how to read a balance sheet. You know, I would do everything from like printing out, you know, all these press releases of all these public companies, print out all their filings, have to read their filings, have to contact companies for my mentor who was doing marketing for publicly traded companies. And, um, and it inspired me. I learned a ton of a ton. And that's why mentorship is so is so important to me throughout my entire career. And then, you know, it led me to starting my first business. And that was a an online platform for traders who wanted to learn how to trade stocks. And I created this platform that allowed people to join our community. They all had a rating similar to eBay, where you knew if they had five stars and they were gold, that you can click on his username. And this this person like told you to invest in Amazon, told you to invest in Facebook, told you to invest in Apple. Like You knew this person knew what he was talking about or she was talking about. So you know, basically, um, I got that up to like 10,000 active daily users. And I was so young. I was like 19, 18, 19. I had this site. You know, back then, 10,000 people active talking on a site was a lot. I still think it, it is. It's very powerful. Um, you know, but but now it's like, you know, with Elite Daily, we had to get it up to 80 million people per month rather than 10,000. Um, but anyways, that was an amazing journey for me. I learned a ton. It led me to, that's how I'm making millions in my early years. Um, I ended up 
<clears throat> having CEOs reached out to me and say, hey, hey, kid, I don't think you understand the value of what you've created. And um, I had a, a CEO that was out of New Jersey that said, come work with me. I'm going to teach you investor relations and public relations. And you help me be able to tell my story on through the digital uh, digital world because back then marketing was done in a very traditional means. So he became my new mentor. And you know, it's just crazy. Like my education throughout the years has been through finding these mentors. And you know, and he guided me and it ended up leading me into creating my own investor relations and public relations company that was based on digital marketing. And I was able to become one of the most sought after digital marketers for publicly traded companies at that time. And I was able to build my business to 10 million in revenue by the time I was 24. And then right around that time, I had a very pivotal moment in my career. I was traveling the world, meeting all these innovative companies, getting them written up in magazines, like all over the internet, all over magazines, writing their press releases, building their email, email list, writing, you know, um, just writing about them all over uh, different research reports online. And I was loving it. I was doing video marketing with them. I was interviewing these CEOs. I loved it. And then I got, uh, I got really interested in investing into the market. So I started investing in the market. You know, I was making some unbelievable multi-million dollar trades because I was playing gold at the time and mm -hmm. gold started skyrocketing. Yeah. And then the economy crashed. And when that happened, I had like saw it coming. So I had made some money on gold, but then I shifted my marketing, my, my investment strategy to investing into um, TV everywhere, which is a, a company that had patents for streaming content through these smartphone devices. And, you know, sometimes timing is really important. You can be right, but you may not time it. And, um, you know, I ended up making that investment going all in. And when that, when, when that day when the market crashed, I lost all the millions of dollars I had saved up. So I went from having in my mid twenties, this ego of like, I'm invincible. I have it all. I got the exotic cars. I'm traveling the world. I would fly my family, my friends all and, you know, fly them all to Miami. We'd go on a 150 foot yacht. I had like, I was, I felt like I was on top of the world to now having everything stripped from me. And, um, in a matter of a, like, boom, in a day. So I didn't know what to do, but, um, I ended up getting very inspired because my mother ended up telling me this story of how, when she came to this, you know, came to this country from Colombia, um, and my grandparents on both sides immigrated here. Um, my mother's from Colombia. My father, my father's side is, is Italian, German, but they immigrated from Ellis Island and, and from Italy. So, um, you know, I always think about the sacrifices they made. And my mother said when she did immigrate here, they had a one-bedroom apartment, five brothers and sisters. And one day walking home from school, it got caught on fire. And um, they lost everything with the shirts on their back. And um, she said that she had to overcome that, being the oldest of all those siblings, and get a job, you know, going to New York City in a winter, overcoming that at a very, very young age. And, um, you know, she was like 15, 16 years old. And when she told me this story, like really, really impacted me. And she went to Canal Street in the middle of the winter. You know, she's 15, 16 years old. She had to beg her school teacher to allow her to go to get this job. And they said that you had to take night classes. And um, the, the, the story just impacted me. She's like, if I was able to get through those times and then be able to overcome that and then be able to work now to provide for you, for our family. Like you can have everything taken from you, but they can't take your heart. They can't yes. take your mind. So get back out there. You can do it again. 
you know, and that was the instant, you know, that that's always been a big inspiration to me that no matter what I face, I can overcome it. And um, that led me to doing documentaries about the economy because I was like, well, how can I inspire our generation and educate them? Because if this happened to me and at the same time I lost my millions, all my friends are graduating from college and they can't even get a job with right. a degree. Yep. There's an issue that's going on with yep. the U.S. economy right now. And we need to figure out what this shift is, what this shift means, what's happening, because we're going to become the most debted nation in, in, in the world. 100%. We were the most powerful, not the most indebted. Um, and there's a lot that's going on in the world. We're seeing how much is like happening that's negative. So more now than ever before, having that entrepreneurial mindset is so important to overcome, you know, these obstacles. And uh, so I started making documentaries about the economy. I was the first to expose the student loan debt crisis. I got on Bloomberg. I made this unbelievable documentary that got millions and millions of views. Um, and then it, my, the one common denominator for me throughout my entire career has been content marketing, content creation. It's my passion. It's my art. It's what I love. No matter what, I'll do it for the rest of my life. And it's how I express myself. It's what I enjoy doing. And um, at that time, I had an intern working with me, and we're like, hey, we should create this content platform for millennials because we're always opening up all these different tabs online to get the news we want and all these and, – and like, why not create something that's like the Huffington Post of Generation Y that gives millennials a voice? We open it up, open this network up to give millennials a voice to talk about things related to health, dating, business, culture – you know, entertainment, humor, all these things. So we ended up in my apartment, becoming scrappy, believing in this, not being journalists, interviewing each other, create, slowly growing our team, growing our culture. And that journey was one of the most amazing journeys. And basically just under four years, we were able to grow from just three of us to being in New York City, <laughs> starting in Jersey to this unbelievable office, 20,000 square feet, 200 employees, 80 million unique visitors. Um, we raised we, first time I it was the first time I had inve uh, like a VC investors really believe in me, and we ended up um, strategically seeing John Steinberg leave BuzzFeed to go to the Daily Mail. And when that happened, I tracked him down at a Morgan Stanley speaking event, and um, I waited for him at the door. I elevator pitched him. I said, "John, you have to give us a chance. You got to come and see our company." You know, we would love to have you as an advisor. And when he came, he saw our culture, people skateboarding. Everyone was little more than 24 years old. He looked at our analytics. He saw everything. And he became a, our advisor. And, little, and we knew he was going to the Daily Mail that wanted a U.S. footprint, and specifically for millennials, because they're this big billion-dollar UK media company. So we, we knew that, but we never would have thought that within six months, you know, he would offer to acquire our company. And that happened. And you know, that, that, that changed my life, but, um, you know, and, and I'll go into when, you know, that story one day, if you, if you like about the board meeting and it was like a movie, I'm going to write a book about it one day. But what happened after was what sh was the next pivotal moment in my career and in my life. I started really thinking about after this exit, like, why me? What, why did this happen? You know, what am I really here to do? Cause like I've had millions before, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, doing the, the uh, you know, the money is not really, like, it's important, like, of course, right? Because I can give back to my family. I can, I can support myself. You have that freedom. But I started really asking myself the tough questions of legacy, you know? Like, what am I really yes. excited to, to do here? 
And that's what led me to Founders. Yeah, that, I mean, there's there's so much there. I don't even know what to start. I have goosebumps. But I think, you know, Gerard, you're the youngest person that I've seen make such a strong and hard pivot towards legacy, giving back, impacting generations, really inspiring change in the culture, all of this. It's, it's like you almost, you, you lived a life like before, <laughs> like before 30. And now it's like... <laughs> It's crazy. Like, I, I feel like talking to you, I'm talking to like a 50 or 60 year old because what you've been through and, and what you've done up until this point. But it's really, really cool because I think that, you know, our generation needs leaders that um, have been able to achieve all of those things and then recognize that without the fulfillment, without the giving back, without the making a difference, without the legacy, all of that stuff really is never going to bring you that that high level of happiness that ultimately that's that's all that we're all seeking right is this is just the happiness so it's really cool because i actually found you and and started following you i guess after you had kind of already made this huge shift into like the work you're doing now with like mm. impact and like yes. all of this but it's crazy for people to see like the trajectory so let's just go back for a second here like when you were building elite daily like what what did that look like for you? Were you guys so it, it's almost like I, I feel like you almost didn't have a roadmap from someone else that had done what you had done. So how did you set the strategy and how did you create the growth that you were able to create there? It seems like you almost had to like forge a new pathway or or did you follow models? Like what did that look like? Uh so we definitely looked at models, uh, complex, one of my, you know, and I still haven't met him and, and like, I really need to meet Mark Echo, but Mark Echo has been one of my, one of my favorite entrepreneurs. He's not active much on social. You don't really see him much, mm -hmm. but growing up, one of the first like hustles I'd had was like one of my friends in high school, his father worked for Mark Echo and he was, which is a streetwear company. And he would get the shirts wholesale and I would wear them to school and I would be able to sell these shirts at school. Um, and then later seeing Mark Echo's transition into being the founder of complex media and that playing such a big part in culture and pop culture and, you know, in something that's really geared towards, you know, it, it seemed like millennials. That was something that was always inspired me. So mm -hmm. I looked at, I definitely was inspired by Complex and what they'd done. And then Ariana Huffington was somebody we met early mm -hmm. on. We really reached out to her. We really reached out to Huffington Post. I still have a picture. I'll never forget meeting her right in the beginning of the early days. And I got her to put on an, our first Elite Daily little rubber wristband. Aww. You know, every startup has that. And she took that picture with us and she became a mentor to us. And she gave us like she gave us the opportunity to start streaming with our with our team on Huffington Post and start sharing each other's content. That was that. So that helped us a lot. You know, again, that mentorship is is everything, you know, yeah. finding advisors, mentors is everything. It's a whole you're 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 learning from someone who is, is has done it. It's not based on theory. It's not a professor reading out of a book. You're learning from someone who on a day-to-day -day basis actually does this for a living. Because in entrepreneurship, the game changes so rapidly. The school is, that's why the school, it's like hard for them to even keep up with this new tech economy. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not even teaching these skills. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised, like emotional intelligence, financial literacy, all the things, 
you know, digital marketing, social media marketing, even that, like what we, what we're going, what we teach at founders, what we're educating, you know, the school's not even caught up, but a mentor, an advisor, like these people are, they actually are doing it. So for us, the way that we were able to build, we, in the beginning, you're right. And I think being a little naive in the beginning is important. Being a little bit naive is important as an entrepreneur when you're first starting, because your business plan that you have in the very beginning is never going to be what your business becomes in Absolutely. two, three years anyways. Yes. It's important for you to have a, a strategy. It's important for you to have a roadmap. It's important for you to understand what your goal is, you know, but you got to break shit. I always tell my team, if you're not making mistakes, you're not moving forward. Yes. Like, so you got to figure out what is the higher purpose of why you're trying to do what you're doing. For us, it was like, we want to be the baddest, biggest millennial publication in the world. We want to be a voice. We want this publication to allow millennials to have a voice, to be able to, 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 to say what they want to say authentically, whether it's with curse words or not, whether it's going to offend people or not, we're going to allow people to rebuttal. It doesn't matter. We're going to allow people to have a voice within these trending topics that are happening so rapidly on a day-to-day basis. How are we going to do it? We don't know. Let's just do it. That's yeah. the mentality. Let's do it. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to, and then we start interviewing our friends and then we ask our friends to share the content and then we start reaching out to having their friends, friends. And, you know, it was very scrappy in the beginning until we were able to then, I reached out to Complex initially. I was able to get a plug there that kind of, they made us an offer to help us with like learning monetization. We ended up declining that offer because right at that moment, we had someone else by the name of Andrew Reese who had built a company called Tremor Video, who was a pioneer in the industry. We got introduced to him and he can really connected with us and he became an advisor. And then we ended up getting introduced to his incubator and we, you know, again, those advisors, everything, all the way to the very end, John Steinberg coming in as an advisor, right? Giving us giving us guidance and then acquiring our company. So I think the key for in regards to your question about strategy is you know, be a little naive in the beginning. It's okay. Break, break shit, like make mistakes. Just, you know, understand what the bigger goal is, the bigger mission, because that, that purpose is what's going to create your culture is what the values of your company and what is going to get everybody to work tirelessly. Because at the end of the day, that work ethic is everything. Like hard work comes before the dream. My father said that to me and I, that sticks with me because at the end of the day, that's one of the most critical things for a startup. Most people give up. They give up. You know, and I tell my team, it's like you're looking at a mountain and at the end of the day to build that mountain, it's extremely exciting in the beginning. When you look at that mountain, you're getting ready to run to that mountain. You're getting ready to conquer that mountain. It's exciting. It's really exciting when you get close to the top of that mountain and things are going, you got momentum, you got traction, you're scaling and you see, you see the top of that mountain. you like, you can feel it, you know, but in the middle of that yes. mountain, and you can't see the top of the mountain. You can't look. You can't look down. You can't see it. And you don't know. And you have that uncertainty and a little bit of that doubt. And you're like tired. And you want to quit. And you things are going wrong. You gotta be like strong enough to say, "I can. I will conquer this mountain." And put one step in front of the other. And I think that's where a lot of people give up. And with with elite, we we instilled that work ethic in our team. We we made sure everyone understood the core why and purpose of why we were doing what we were doing. It's bigger than just writing an article. It's bigger than getting a viral piece of content out. It was bigger than that, you know? And that is what I think really allowed us to to grow and to build this amazing company where most enterprises can't get a millennial to work for them for more than like, I mean, you know, it's, right. it's definitely yeah. less than like two years, you know? So 
It, it's so say. interesting because I think tapping into the millennial population is one of the most powerful things that any CEO or entrepreneur can do. You hear a lot of, you know, complaining and frustrations, but it, it's really coming down to your ability to connect and motivate and inspire and tap into what they're capable of. And that comes down to the leader, not the follower or the leader that you're trying to create, right? So I, I agree with you. There's a couple big things I think, you know, that you said there. I think one, you know, and I talk about this a lot on the show, creating a cultural shift around, you know, people's mindset in general around failure. I think schools drill into you, you know, if you fail, it's bad. And so people enter their adult life completely terrified to fail when that's the only thing in entrepreneurship that can make you successful. Right. And you said that like over and over, Uh you guys are like breaking things, you're testing things, you're trying things like your team is not afraid to fail. And I think that's such an important thing for everybody to walk away with um, from today's episode. But you also mentioned multiple times the team and the culture. And, you know, I think that, you know, everything in your ability to build something meaningful, impactful comes down to building a team and a team that's united with you and, and completely like locked arms into the end impact that you're trying to make on the world. And then the culture that you create obviously, like you said, is what gets them to stay, gets them to work to that level, gets them to keep fighting for the dream, even when you hit the blocks and you have the hard times and you're in the down cycle, not the easy, you know, uphill sprint, right? Yep. Yep. So that's so huge. So then, then you shifted into founders and like, talk to me a little bit about like the inspiration behind that and the work that you're doing today and, and where that's going. So the... So like you mentioned earlier, right? Like so it, Tony Robbins' quote is, is such, was so impactful to me in the whole success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And, um, you know, I started having – like my faith has always been really big with me throughout my entire life. But it really – you know, I really connected with my faith a lot more after this exit. Um, specifically when I got my accountant saying, you got millions coming. You got to move to Florida. Stay, save on state income tax. I went to Florida. You know, I picked out this beautiful condo, ocean views, and I was getting ready to just like move there, you know, maybe figure out what's next. You know, who knows? I was getting poached, you know, a couple companies were um, trying to get me to, to, to now join their team. Uh, and then I was just on that balcony. I was just like, man, my work isn't done. Like how blessed yeah. am I? Like how blessed am I to be at my age and had this happen? And, and now you know, I started looking at social media and there's been so much that, that brought me to this moment of like, there's so many people out there that are trying to influence, but they're trying to influence because they want to get followers. And I, and, and like, that's not leadership. And that's why I have that show. Leaders create leaders, not because it comes from that quote, leaders create leaders. Leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. And I was like, we are lacking right now, real role models and real leaders to your point even earlier, right? And for this generation, for future generations, and, um, you know, it felt it was really my calling to do that. And I wanted to show that, yeah, I know there's so many of these lifestyle entrepreneurs I want to show all the nice things. I've had that. I still like nice things. Money is great. Like, you need, you know, who doesn't want to have, treat their family to nice things, buy their mom and dad a car, you know, travel if you want to go somewhere, you know, buy that nice watch or nice pair of shoes, you know, who doesn't want to have nice things, but that's not real fulfillment, right? Like, yeah. and how do you make people feel? How you lead people? How you make, make that sacrifice to allow other people to rise up? That's like, for me, that's one of the greatest gifts you can ever have, changing a life, 
you know, like really impacting, inspiring. Inspiration is, is real leadership, right? Inspiring people, not because you're cool, not because you want them to be like you, but you want them to be inspired to become the best version of themselves. You yes. want them, you know, so I started really digesting what's happening on social media, all these people out there. And a lot of them that were educating and selling people on courses that I felt they were just like taking advantage of social media. They haven't built a business. They haven't failed. They're just now taking, you know, information and trying to resell that information through social media and, and then sell people on a, a lifestyle. And I was like, that's not real entrepreneurship. And I remember like now it's becoming the cool thing, but entrepreneurship is a struggle and people need to know that. And there's people out there that really don't have the resources or the education. So for me, I was like, I'm going to go and bring this back to minorities. Be Being a minority, I know how hard and difficult it could be, you know, to grow up in an environment where you feel like you don't have much hope. You feel like, you know, you're not the, you, you don't have the resources. You're getting caught up into your surroundings. So I was like, I want to go back into a neighborhood in honor of my grandparents, Newark, New Jersey, where... I can build what I've learned because I became my, one of my mentors is Howard Tolman from 1871 in Chicago. And what he did there, you know, and Tim Draper in Silicon Valley, what he did there, that then by creating these ecosystems to support entrepreneurs is changing the economy in those cities. Wow. In Chicago, they, it's shifted the crime. It's created new jobs. It's creating new businesses. It's making a complete change to the bottom line of the economy, both socially and monetarily for that city um, and economically. So, so why aren't we doing that more in, this, in, in cities across our country? If we're in the most dead nation, what's going to solve it? What's the root of the problem? And in my opinion, the root of the problem is education and, I believe, a funding gap that we're not seeing come to minority, supporting minority entrepreneurs. Right. Um, so it was my mission to, to build to first attack the education component because I'm so passionate about mentoring. I'm now the I'm now the mentor, right? I've now gone through 15 years. I feel like I got a degree in entrepreneurship and I'm blessed. <laughs> I, I feel blessed, you know, and, I, and, I've, and I'm connected. Like I'm super connected. I believe I'm one of the most connected millennial right now in the world. So, you know, in my opinion, like I want to leverage those resources that of all those mentors, of all those friends of mine that are doing it, and I want, and, and I know they want to give back just like I do. And I want to be able to mentor. So I created, a, I created a platform. It's a social learning platform, and I created a space in Newark where where aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs can come get educated on the social learning platform. They can join. It has a community aspect where they're meeting each other, discovering each other, and then we provide master classes based upon real experts to teach these soft skills. And hard skills. The, the skills we teach are based on personal development, business development, and influencer development. Um, so, and our goal is to to uh, to build the, build that platform, um, which we're launching V2 today. So we're excited. If anyone's interested, you can go to app.founders.com, and founders is spelled with the word own in the middle of it because we want people to take ownership of your life. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from, what you've been through. We all have a story. We all have a past. We've all had adversity and obstacles. Just own it. Own it. Yeah. Take ownership today. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do tomorrow to, to shift your life? Because it's possible. And um, so that's the first. And then I'm and then I'm looking to raise a fund. I'm going to be working. I've been working in politics, meeting the mayor. I've been I just met the governor Cuomo of New York. I'm meeting. I'm, there's a new governor. That the election's coming in November. I want to meet him for New Jersey or, you know, uh, all the powers that be Cory Booker, because I'm like, we can. 
we can we should be raising a fund through these corporations and through the government to support entrepreneurship at its core. I want to support minorities and women-owned businesses because at the end of the day, that's what's going to create real jobs and that's what's going to create real change. Um, and then hopefully that can be a, that can lead by example to other inner cities across this nation. That's unbelievable. That it's amazing. I've seen some of the stuff that you've been doing with Newark, and I don't really see many people that are giving back to their community in the way that you are, and especially in an area where we we need it for sure. So you know, thank you for that. Thank you for being a role model for us and and for all entrepreneurs, and especially millennials, but really everyone um, in what it means to create a true legacy, make an impact on the world, help shift the culture, make a difference for people, and allow them to become their best selves. So so, so much in this interview today, Gerard. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back and listen to it. My team's going to go crazy when they're uh, listening and producing for it. It's going to be exciting uh, for them to listen so to. I'm, I'm excited for them to hear it too. Um, so we, we ran a little bit over, but I mean, you're just, I, I wanted to just soak it all in. So thank you for that. Um, what would be, you know, just some parting advice for our listeners? It's all small business owners and entrepreneurs that are building and climbing their way to the top. What, what advice do you have for them? I would, um, I would say that entrepreneurship, you know, what I've, what I've realized about entrepreneurship is it's a never ending growth. Like you're, it's never ending, uh, growth for yourself personally. It's so important to work on yourself. I know what it's like to, to be building a business and the struggles you have to continue to like feed yourself. You need to grow every day, grow your mindset, grow yourself. Cause like, I believe that entrepreneurship is like a sport. It's like a, like being a Marine, it's like being a Navy SEAL. It's like, you know, you, you have to have the discipline. You have to, you know, uh, work with your team. You need to have your mind right, you know, because like you're going to constantly be faced with problems. You're constantly going to get faced with adversity and obstacles, you know, but one day that'll be your story. It's like, you can't have the good. You can't make it to the top of that mountain without overcoming those obstacles. It's part of it. It'll always be that way. Even me after having an exit, now building founders, I'm going through it again. That's what entrepreneurship is. It's never going to be easy. That's why less than 7% of the population actually does it. Right. You know, but you have been chosen. You feel it's deep inside of you. So know that like you have to find that leader within yourself. You need to work on yourself every day and that that and and just know that there is a community out there that supports that supports what you're doing. We're, we're out there. So, and I would love to, to connect with all of you and I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much. All right. So guys, you're all listening on your phones right now. I know you have your phones up. That's where you're listening to the show. Uh, minimize your screen, pop on over gerardadams.com. You guys heard his story today. You heard the unbelievable impact that mentorship has had on his life, his success, his exit that he just did, the new company that he's building. You can become a mentee of Gerard's right now for free by going to his website, pop onto the homepage. You're going to see become a mentee. You're going to get mentorship from Gerard right to your inbox box. All you have to do is pop your name and your email in there. So go to GerardAdams.com right now. Do that. Do yourself one one solid today before you move on to whatever you're heading to next. And uh, Gerard, anywhere else that is a great place for people to connect with you, get in touch, learn more from you? Yeah. Instagram is a, is a great place. I'm pretty active on there. Just at Gerard Adams. Twitter, I love, you know, I still pretty, I'm pretty active there. I am Gerard Adams. And, um, and then if you want to really connect on a more personal level, you know, become a founder. And, and that's just, uh, you head to founders.com, F-O-W-N-D-E-R-S. You can sign up to learn more. 
um, and apply. And I would love to love to meet you and, and anyone who would like to become also an ambassador of Founders to help us to bring this to nationwide to your community. But whether you do or you don't, I hope that you've been inspired to give back and, uh, and give back to your communities. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks to all of our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio. Think of someone that needs to hear this message today and pass this episode along. Sharing is caring. Make a difference in someone's life and go take action on something you learned today. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.